0: Hey, it's George and Jess.
1: Your journey of self-discovery starts here. All right, everybody has one million questions when it comes to legalization of recreational use marijuana in Minnesota. I don't have the answers, but I, I, I do have somebody here that may have a few of them, at least an idea of what's going on. So uh, we can maybe quell some of the rumors and kind of get you more in the know here. So, of course, as always, it is Matt Little from the CBD Centers here in southern Minnesota. How
0: you doing, man? It's a great time. It is. The the, sun's shining and, uh, you know.
1: We've been talking about this since late last year. Yeah. Right? And all of a sudden, correct me if I'm wrong here, but it seems to be moving at warp speed. And the Democrats on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Because that. I believe it was on Friday where the Senate passed 34 to 33 straight party line. Yeah. Right. And and you and I have talked about this. The Republicans are just killing themselves. It's absolutely killing themselves with this because this is one of the things that they're going to have to give on or they are going to get annihilated by the younger people in the next election.
0: I've had conversations with people that are 55, 60 years old because I said I that same thing. They're like, not even the younger people. He goes, oh. he goes, you know, these, these guys are 55 and 60 years old going, we think that should be legalized.
1: And, and I've, I,
0: you know, full disclosure here. I've had
1: some discussions and heard from some local business owners, especially guys that own construction or trucking companies that are worried that it'll be hard for them to find employees because of the urinalysis right that's and that's like
0: a that's a concern if somebody, heavy, heavy equipment driving trucks things like that right you know the heavy equipment shouldn't matter um because i don't believe that they're i don't, even, I don't know a cdl yeah. license if they hold a cdl license for sure right. that's a fed you know on the fed side you know there is that's going to happen and there definitely will be a uh what do you want to say I, I would say um uh, some people are going to choose to partake and say, yeah. you know what, I, if this is what I got to do, if if I want pain relief and I want sleep and I want all the benefits from cannabis and it affects my living, I'll just get a different job. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, right. and, or, yeah. and or they're just going to run. Right. Take the risk. Yep. That's it. Or Uh, or go with those masking agents. And there's plenty of them out there, people. If you want to pass it, you can do it. (laughs) Trust me. I Um, mean that that
1: that stuff goes back to the nineties. Yeah. Right?
0: I mean, literally, you could go to any
1: head shop in the nineties and if you had to pass a urinalysis to get a a job on a on an assembly line the following day or two, you you could could go buy one of those. And you'd
0: pass. You for sure can. And you know what? Nothing is perfect. No. It's going to, you know, where this is a growing pain, you know, workman's right. comp and some other things like that, that, you know, have to get figured out because laws are changing. Yes. And, uh, cannabis does, is a fat soluble, gets stored in your fat. The, you know, half-life on it is, you know, depending on your weight and your profile can be up to 30 days. Sure. You know, yeah. but that doesn't mean you're under the eff- effect of it either. Right. So, so laws will have to change on that. Right. Here's here's where we're at right now. With
1: that pass on last week, there are rumors. I've read articles in the Star Trib, uh, uh, NPR, all of this stuff. And as it sits now, people believe that they will be able to possess without breaking the law. And they're going to expunge all the convictions, right? Yep. So yep. you will be able, as of July 1, you would be able to possess marijuana and even grow your own is
0: as of, that true as of right now that is true okay um com, it's in committee and that they're trying to work that out the state of minnesota is very uh aware of what happened in new york sure and it was an absolute shit show in new york <laughs> right and i you know i've been up there i was actually at the capitol yesterday um talking to some you know politicians and telling them guys this like this pathway that you're doing is not the right pathway you can't give the black market or the illegal market or and you know those words are all thrown around the unregulated market the untaxed market right. you know it's you don't have people making stills in their yard you know uh and that's the problem is once you start opening up that at home grow now you're going to have at home extraction and now you got labs blowing up and then you have more products on the shelf that's unregulated because you know joe Smol thinks he knows how to grow and, right. you know, throw some, you know, just like the vaping crisis in, what, 2019. Yes. You know, some got two kids in te- or, uh, Wisconsin, thought they knew how to make vape carts. Sure. Went to Walmart and bought MCT oil as a cutting agent, which people do, uh, but didn't realize that that had vitamin E in it. And then when you heat that up, it turns into uh, acetate and you have popcorn lung and 68 people died from it. Right, right. Yeah. At, so, so that didn't happen in the regulated market. That no. happened in the unregulated market. So- here they're trying to they're trying to get their the around that so what'll happen right now is uh we're two weeks out before it hits walls and well, sc- well desk. Here, here's what's freaky before we continue this conversation we're
1: eight weeks <laughs> away from July first yeah. Okay. not even right now. Right. Yeah. So it's like this has a lot has to happen here.
0: Yeah. So they're not going to see committee this week. Next week, uh, it'll go into committee. If they think maybe even Saturday, they'll they'll figure out because you got to blend the bills together. Right. That's what a lot of people don't understand. It's like, oh, it passed in the House. Oh, it passed in the Senate. It was two separate bills. Yep. So now it goes to committee. They blend the two bills together. You're going to see at home possession. You know, probably stay around that one pound unless they make some major changes there. You see that there was rumors that it was five. Pounds. It was, when the Senate was five pounds. And they, wow. They meant yeah. It's crazy. Even a pound and a half, to be honest, is crazy. What would you do with that much? That's dis- distribute. Is what you would do. Yeah. Yeah. You you know if you're if you got a pound and a half at home. Yeah. Or you, five pounds at home, you ain't that ain't personal use. No right. You know that's like you know if you're a Republican Senate, then that you know that would be like uh, five joints. Right. Like, the, the one guy was like two to three ounces is like two to three joints. It's like uh, no, no, you better no, redo, yeah. you better redo your math. It's twenty eight joints per <laughs> per ounce. But right, you know, uh, and that you know what that just showed you the incompetence of them to have a conversation they around. They don't
1: know what they're talking about. Zero,
0: and that just yeah. shows you like you you lost everybody's uh, what do you want to call uh. Anything that came out of your mouth at that point, I'm not going to, like, I don't trust Credibility. You. Credibility. Thank yes. you. That's the word I was looking for. It's
1: insane to me to listen to some of these guys talk because it's it's literally like if I were to go in and lecture an astrophysicist, yes. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Yeah.
0: It's almost that bad. Oh, absolutely. Or someone going and telling Elon Musk about rockets, Yeah, you know, and insane. be like, oh, no, this is how you're going to do it when he's launched them, um, you know. What, 108 this year right. so far? Oh, I mean, my God. And here's my issue with the Republican Party. Is they keep saying it's not ready, the bill's not this, or this, that. But here's the deal. You've had since 2014 on the medical side to start having this conversation. You never see them have these conversations. You never see them have town hall squares or open up their Twitter accounts and actually have real conversations on both sides. Because right. like I'm the first one to say like, there are some negative impacts that we have to be aware of. Sure. So we can reframe or we can frame the laws and the uh you know how we're going to uh what do you want to say Uh, how you're going to enforce the laws that are on the books and and have you know how testing and all these things like i'm really i'm ready to have that conversation sure you know keep it away from 18 year olds and you know in fact you know even 21 to 25 there's a bunch of studies out there that show both ways yes absolutely Um, and, you know, like anything is uh, consumption, you know, use, not abuse. So right. I think that's a big important thing. Like, you know, you want to have a good time every once in a while. Fine. If you're waking and baking. Right. You've got an issue. <laughs> We've got an issue. Just you, like oh, well. You and I have
1: talked about this. You can abuse anything. Absolutely. Right. You can. Abs- and it is something that somebody. But it, it's not as bad as alcohol. And I know a lot of guys don't want to have that conversation because it's been legal. Yeah. You know, for 100 years now almost right yeah. and after prohibition and yep. then it's just been glamorized and the, the lobbying power of those guys is insane right so it's the accepted drug is yeah. what it is
0: well it's the second used one next to alcohol yeah i it, mean in, in an illegal state everybody's acting like this is so surprised wake up america 19 tw- in the 20s we we, we banned alcohol Exactly what happened. America was saying, no, we're going to drink alcohol. Moonshiners made moonshine and yeah. had all that issues. Third, 1933, they finally, because all these little counties and states were going legalizing. So the federal government said, okay, we're going to get rid of prohibition. Right. And now you have a great industry that it has its issues too. But sure. can't, you know, cannabis is the same. You know, we went through this prohibition and it's time to move it into, you know, you have zero deaths from a cannabis,
1: zero Right, it's it's a I I honestly believe this is a generational thing. Yeah. Although even a lot of the people, the Gen Xers, my age, and even some of the Boomers now are getting on board. But is what they don't understand is every day that you get up. Somebody that was against it has died. Yep. Right. And yeah. there's been another one who's going to endorse it born. I mean, you're literally, and, or somebody's turning 18 of legal age to vote. Right. Right. Yep. That's where you're headed. And the, these guys are just crucifying themselves by c- continuing this party line stuff. It's unbelievable. Get it worked out.
0: Yeah. Have the conversation. Right. I, I get, if you think the bill's not right, start the conversation. And and have real debates and don't bring up the BS that you brought up because it's right. like clearly you guys are just you throwing anything at it that you can that would maybe smear it like you You're, know they stack
1: numbers right is what they do is they I could come up with statistics to support or or. Just obliterate anything, 100%. right? You, you could just come up with numbers, right? And who who are you getting those numbers from? That's the that's biggest. That's the thing. key. So you're you're, right. gonna, you're going to get a slanted approach either way. Is what they don't understand is this is coming, right? It's not. You're not. Yeah. Friday was proof.
0: Hundred percent. Yeah. That, that, that's it. Walls already said it from day one. Like this was yep. a top, uh, a big agenda for him. So why wouldn't you start the conversation and start looking at? Like I said, even if it's just having Twitter spaces and having you know town hall meetings and having the conversation so you get a full spread of your constituents not just your donors that are against it because i mean it just it's a turnoff to you know a big portion of your constituents if you're against this topic i know they're i i've t- i've had this conversation with these guys and they won't they're,
1: they're i think some of them know it but it comes down to donors right right who's 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 the big money behind their campaigns? That's what it comes down to. And remember there's at uh, voting time. I yeah, mean, I know. oh, they're going to they're going to pay again. Again, I'm You know, and I'll be one of those guys that I know. help I, smear I, them because they deserve it. Yeah, it's not. They're not doing themselves any favor. So back to the bill. Right. As it stands right now, eight weeks out. Yep. Possession would be legal. I believe that expunges all past convictions as well.
0: Well, it, you know, that's a, to say all is a, Not, well, okay, cause you, yeah, you never know. Like if you had uh depending on, you know, cause a lot of times it's, it's kind of like when Joe Biden did the whole, he was going to uh, expunge everybody's on a federal level. Well, if you have that at a federal level, nine times out of 10, there's a lot more that's stacked on besides sure. marijuana, Sure, you know, gun possession or, you know. Whatever it was, they stacked it in. So, you know, there's going to there's gonna be a time period that they have to assess all that. But as it sits, um, I do think this is going to get fixed in committee because they don't want a shit show like New York. Sure. And, like, and I say New York a couple times now, and people might not understand what I'm meaning by that. So, New York passed uh, 18 months ago. They just now started their first legal licenses. It was so bad because at the same point, they, it was now decriminalized, it was legalized to possess, there was no teeth behind enforcement. So people are just doing marijuana shops left and right. Right. I mean, you'd go down there are people in New York that thought they it's been legal for a year selling right. because there's right. been shops that just popped up. You know, just all of a sudden you'd have a cart and they just pop up and you'd be selling marijuana on the street. Sure. No rules, no regulations, there's no teeth for the law enforcement. And this is where I think law enforcement have to change their approach. You can't just say it's not ready. It's coming, guys. Have a conversation on how can you help enforce this. Right. You know, and they're looking at it going, you know, this is going to be an unfunded mandate. Well, no, that's not true. Start having the conversations. Get the funds because there's appropriations in that bill for your your county, your city, your your department to get funds. Get them. Start having those conversations. Going, hey, guys, this is what we think we're going to need to help curb the unregulated market. Until what you're going to see is fall of '24 that would be the earliest you're going to see legalization on the shelves of Minnesota. More than likely, I'm still betting and so are the people I have been talking to, you know, January 2025 legal sales of marijuana. Is one one thing that confuses a lot of people is
1: when they say July 1 of this summer, possession would be legal. How, what's to stop anybody Ding, ding. Y- y- y'all? That's I- the issue. I-, I, don't, I don't understand that. And not only that, but if you can grow, man, you, c- I can go to Drummer's Garden Center here locally and buy all of, I mean, it, and that's not what it's meant for, but you can buy the stuff. Nutrients
0: are nutrients, yes. plants are yes. plants. So
1: you can buy all of the equipment needed to grow dynamite. And yeah. I mean dynamite marijuana. Uh,
0: absolutely. You know, and this is where the, the committee really has to... Look at I get what they want to do, the home grows and that but this is if you look at, at all the states that allow home grows and allow those eight to sixteen plants and allow a pound <laughs> pound and a half, it creates the wild, wild west again. Because yeah. imagine imagine five to ten thousand people, which is not even, you know, a speck on the population. What are we, five point one million somewhere there? Five two, I have something. no idea. I think it's, it's gotta be that. close to that. Yeah. So imagine even five thousand or ten thousand people growing at home eight plants and if you're decent at growing pound you know is not even out of the question i got buddies over in oregon that are hitting two pounds so five to ten thousand people all producing one to two pounds i mean you have a lot of freaking weed on the market here's what will happen is
1: it it won't even have to be as sinister as they would try to make it out to be it could be just groups of friends and then one guy grows it and he's like hey bob I'll, i'll sell you an, an ounce for 150 bucks rather than you have to go out and buy all this. And then, and then the, his friend, Jim, let's just use these names, yeah. doesn't have all the equipment, doesn't want it, but he still wants to partake. Right. So he's just going to
0: go purchase from him. hundred percent. That's what's going to happen. It, it's the farmer's market, right? Yeah. You it's know? just, it's insane. So, and then you're trying to, you know, at the, simultaneously get it into a regulated market and get it into you know there i see both sides of it you know if one side if you look at the farmer's market and you know people can grow their own food and sell it to each other you know cannabis is a plant you know but the other side of it's you know it is a psycho you know it does have psycho psychological effects uh it's like alcohol so it should be treated more along that alcohol tobacco line than per se tomatoes and sure. and potatoes right right, right. so, so you know i I believe they're they're working on that to get that fixed because it is going to be a big problem. Oklahoma, every state that allows the shit show creates a a, a, a section that we all don't want. Yeah, and I, I will say this as well: anybody who
1: wants to buy a bag of marijuana currently in Minnesota can go buy it. Yeah, you, you, do, you don't have to look for it. It's it's been readily accessible since I was in high school in the 80s yeah and, and even before that in the 70s I mean it's just now today even more
0: so than ever oh yeah well I, I could tell you a couple of websites you can go on right now and buy it and ship it, it through the USPS mail it's th- crazy it's and that's where these are some of these companies that I'm like guys this is an issue you know right if we're truly it's of adult use correct that's the bill yes Adult use means that we need we do need to protect eighteen and under, right? especially eighteen and under, but twenty one to eighteen also. Has, you know, and just like alcohol, you you know, you're not going to the liquor store and buying bottles of booze anymore, like you were in the seventies and eighties. Like right. the laws have changed, they made it a lot more. Harder for kids to get, you know, even the kegs, right? Everybody remembers high school graduation having kegs. Yeah, right. I know. Yeah, they've changed a lot of laws that made it harder to do that. Right. You know, because you got to register the keg, and then if the cops bust you and that keg's registered to your name, you supplied it to minors. Sure. There's some things they've done to help curb that. So that same things have to happen on the cannabis side. Yeah. Here, have you read
1: the bill as it stands now? Yeah. Okay, because here's some of another one of the questions people have. And you may or may not have the answer to some of these questions. If it, if possession is legal as of July one, if if that happens, will you be able to be out in public smoking or or, or using whatever whatever will you be able to use out in public?
0: So. When the bill passes and Governor Wall signs it, the power will get control. The power instantly gets transferred over from the Board of Pharma to the Cannabis Management Board. Okay, so that that happens. So, because some of the issues we have with even the low potency hemp derived THC is the Board of Pharma doesn't have an enforcement agency arm. They just weren't prepared for it. So that instantly happens. When that happens, they're not going to have any of that either. So that's the issue right now. Is yeah, would it technically be l- legal? Yeah, because there's no book saying it's not. Right. Now, a cannabis board can quickly make some rules and and make it that way. But then, if you don't have an enforcement, what's going to stop you? Right. Um, so that that's these are all things that they're talking about in so committee. Right are, now, these are things that could wind up
1: in this.
0: Correct. Okay, the bill. The you. bill. That's that's the issue. Is the bill's not the bill. Okay. And that's where the Senate has SF seventy three. The House has HF one hundred. They're similar. They're not far off. If slow as these guys move, though, are they going to get this hammered out in eight weeks? Oh yeah. You think so? I mean, the, I'm 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 predicting in two weeks it'll be on Go- Governor Walz's death signed. Okay, because. It, it, the reason I think it's moving at warp speed, and if
1: if you follow these politicians, and I follow both Governor Walls and Lieutenant Governor Flanagan, and he posted in the beginning of the year, right? right? And I knew I was like, oh, he's putting his foot on the gas, right? And then about a week and a half, two weeks ago, Lieutenant Governor Flanagan, the same thing, very emphatic, like this: it's time we're moving, we're moving forward to this. We need to legalize this. So I was like, Oh my God. And then, and then with that vote last week, I was like, this is it. They're, they're, they're moving forward. We could have it legal this summer. And there's all of these different questions. There's people who are uneducated. You know, I would encourage people who don't understand marijuana, cannabis, whatever you want to call it in in their world to educate yourself because Stop listening to what grandpa, grandma, your mom and your dad told you, right? Because there's a, there's a very good chance that a lot of that isn't true. So educate
0: yourself, right? Yeah. Well, you know, and I, if you want to form an opinion, you should do it by listening to both sides. I agree. The positives and the negatives, and then form your own opinion. And that's the problem that so many people have, whether it's politics or cannabis or whatever it's they take some news source or they take whatever they've learned in the past and you don't is your reason that you're against marijuana or pot or cannabis or you know even hemp at this point because it's your opinion or is it because it's your grandpa's opinion? Or or your party line. Or your party line. That's half what's
1: wrong with this country. People don't even care anymore. They're just like, well, if this is what we're doing, following the herd.
0: Yeah. Versus critical thinking. Yeah. 100%. Think for yourself, right? I've had a, you know, I've, you know, know, those people that know me know that like cannabis is not, you know, the CBD has changed my life. Sure. Um, I've seen cannabis change a lot of people around me's life. So, you know, but you know, I grew up a farm boy in Minnesota. It was all dope in grandpa's eyes and, you know, and, yeah. you know, and potheads were lazy and you just had all this, this, this endare program in the eighties and nineties, yeah. oh, yeah. and this is your brain on drugs and you, all this stuff, this programming. So I've had to reprogram my brain going, you know, something's, this isn't like, wait, that guy's super functional, super bright, super like crushing it. And, you know, he smokes a joint every couple of days to relax and cool down. And, you know, and then you got this person that's got anxiety and they're, you know, they tried the whole pharmaceutical route, but now they're trying the, the cannabis route and they're happy and they're not putting on weight and they're not, you know, there's, there's zero side effects. So you start, you know, you just, you see it and you hear it and it's like, okay, what is my real opinion from my point of view? And it's for me, it's, you know, there's all positives. And, and the funny thing is people
1: just listening to this right now, I, I'm, I can inform you that you and I are sober. Yeah. We we don't drink anymore. I don't smoke weed. I mean, all of it. Right. Right. It's just yep. like, so I'm sitting here 100% sober after 30 years almost in radio have a pretty good handle on what the drug culture in America is like. And I can tell you that I'm through all of that time. I watched what alcohol did to people and I watched what marijuana did. And I can tell you from my experience, my life experience, what I viewed, alcohol was far, far worse. 100%. There's not even a question. And I don't get it. And I understand When people say, well, if you just smoke weed all the time, you won't do anything. You're right. You won't. And that's abusing it, right? Correct. You can can abuse anything. That's what I keep telling them. And the the drug culture in a lot of communities in outstate Minnesota specifically, I can just reference this state. It may be hidden, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? Yeah. But it's there. Oh, yeah. I mean, even uh, you get away from the metro and a lot of people don't want to talk about that. And there's a lot of people that you don't think want to see this legalized that do yeah right it's not it's not and if that's what if that's the road they're going down that's that's the facts
0: (laughs) oh we've seen it at the county fairs even with the the hemp drive stuff you know people that would look at the booth they want to come over and talk they want to you know educate themselves or or purchase but then they're like looking around like they don't want their neighbors knowing that they do it right that's real yet and you know the thing is is it's a stigma the, the war on drugs has failed a hundred percent uh if you you know law enforcement's biggest uh opponent to this thing is well it's an easy search and seizure because you can smell weed and give you a search warrant and start searching it's like okay well and then then, you find fentanyl and then you find other things like then be a better you know do better find a different way that is not the only way why should people get penalized because well if you take this away from us we won't be able to do this that that doesn't work for the people who aren't breaking the law right And there's more of us not breaking the law that want to consume cannabis than the few that you deal with. So, like I've said in my LinkedIn post, it's like, you know, law enforcement needs to have a seat at the table. They got to vote. They got to deal with it. A hundred percent.
1: I I always I love to talk to those guys because I tell everybody, like with our River Valley Drug Task Force here, those guys know more about what's going on in the community than anybody else. Yeah, for sure. And I understand that they have their reasons. Yep. I get it. But we're we're at the point now where you're not going to stop it. So, I, I mean, they need to be obviously invited into the conversation to say, how can we regulate this and make sure that it's done right? And if,
0: and that and and regulates only part of it. Enforcement's the biggest part. Yeah, it's because you be, can put any regulation on the book. Like right now, Minnesota's five milligrams, 50, right? Five milligrams yeah. per, per uh, serving, 50 milligrams per package. I can show you a hundred stores that aren't following that rule. I just had this conversation with people
1: last week. I know. And so, you
0: know, the rules this, but nobody's enforcing it. So it's, it comes down to, and this is where I'm trying to start the conversation and, you know, and the cannabis management board and, you know, we're working on, you know, wanting to get us on that seat because we have a very good pulse of what's happening in the manufacturing. And, you know, there's not a bigger player in Minnesota when it comes to what we, our capabilities are, so it's let's have the conversation. Let's figure out what, what are good for enforcement tools. You know, right. At home grows can potentially ruin a market like Michigan's finding out right now. Well, you can use the power bills and start using the electrical companies to start saying, hey, you know, here's a block of houses. Everybody's bill is one hundred to one hundred and forty. This guy's four hundred. Right. You know. You know. And when you sign up to your power company, you're not signing. You're signing up for <laughs> home use not commercial use so you can start using things like that to stop these you know unregulated markets that are going to affect because if you're spinning the meter it's like i mean they're going to figure that out wouldn't they yeah i mean i I mean if i was people i'd be putting solar panel on right now but (laughs) hey yeah whatever you know get that tax deduction and (laughs) pay for it on with cannabis and i like i said i i i'm a you know first amendment second amendment kind of guy I know. know and big big on that and so I I don't like government infringing on people's rights and I think government's too big so part of me I understand the you know grow at home this and that and you know I think that's the problem is in the spirit or the intent of the law it's to allow that first right. amendment freedom to right. be able to grow some plants have a good time unfortunately the players that are in this space don't take that intent and they they manipulate it as much as they can and then they create this you know Oklahoma situation where right a third of the grow license in America are sitting in Oklahoma right now that's crazy and they've only been is there 23 states with Minnesota i think Minnesota will be the 23rd
1: Minnesota will be the 23rd yep.
0: so imagine that you know and they're not even Oklahoma's not even wrecked right now. They're right. just medical, right? Which is crazy. <laughs> but they they allowed the open market. They allowed the wild wild west. The drug cartel used so, it. So there's a lot of there are states. Here's the thing: we have 22. Well, technically only 21 examples um, of legalized states that we can start pulling from. Right. So
1: knowing what you know, and I know that you guys have passed all of everything that you need to pass with the CBD centers, and you do quality product. You it never leaves your site. How would you like to see this progress as we enter these next few weeks up to July 1st? How would you like to see this whole thing unfold as far as a timeline?
0: So I think in two weeks you're going to see it on Governor Walz's desk signed. And I, I hope in the committees that they they figure out a an enforcement mechanism that allows people to say, hey, if you're during this gray area time and you get, you know, Let's say you got what's gray
1: area time. What are you talking about?
0: Well, like the, this, there's this point where, you know, yes, it's legal to possess. Uh, oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I got gotcha. you. But then, you know, grow or, you know, what if you're growing and selling? You know, if you get nailed that time, you're not going to get a license. You automatically get sure. thrown out. Like right. make it make the risk worth worth it. So people don't, you know, make this black market or this uncontrolled or unregulated market so big before the legal guys. It's gonna happen. It's, so here's here's my one thing. You know, you know, my business partner, Mike and, yep. and me, and we got a lot of different businesses in our, and we got liquor licenses in our names. And so we're not breaking the law, right? Everything we've done was by the book yep. and it's, you know, GMP, ISO, FDA inspected. We're one of the only ones in the entire country that have that stamp that can say we've been inspected by the FDA. The FDA does not go into cannabis companies right now. That was a huge bonus for us. Right. To, um, We're, you know, and we're an industry leader. We're, we're not here to make a quick buck. We're here to, we saw what cannabis can do to ourselves. Both of us use CBD and, you know, Mike's using CBD. It's been CBN. a game changer for me. Y- yeah. I know. wouldn't, I would not still be going to the gym every single day
1: during the week if I wasn't using CBD products. There you go. And that's, t- I've told people, and that's the argument I'm trying to, and there's still people, even when I'm taking CBD, there's no THC in it whatsoever, no psychoactive effects. Yep. But there's a product that you can produce with hemp that helps my aches and my pains better than I'm talking Advil, any of the Tylenol, any right. of that. It And it's a continuous thing that has kept me going and make me feel better as I progress and get into my 50s now. It's crazy. And there's still people that look at me like, oh, you're into the weed. You know what, when it's legalized, I'm not saying I won't partake. I'm not going to be a habitual every night type guy, but I, after seeing what I've seen for 30 years, I might, but you know what, I haven't, but I'm getting medicinal use from CBD that has helped me. It's
0: literally changed my life. Well, and that's what drives us, right? I mean, that's what every day when we, when we make new products and create new um, things, it's you know, it's the science of cannabis. Yeah. It's about blending the cannabinoids. And it isn't like, you know, I've done lots of uh, speaking engagements where, you know, my first slide is, it's not just pot. It, yes. If you think it's pot, you are so far out of reality. Like, yeah. you know, we have a new social drink coming out. That's two milligrams of THC. We've, we've dosed down, not up, you know, cause that's one of the concerns. And I, I am, I am concerned where the market's going. I also have said, for the last year that you know what cannabis is safe but when you man manipulate cannabis you are creating some issues so we're our potence you know there's a lot of difference between even the genetics of smoking used to be good weed in the 70s was eight nine percent you know if you had eight nine percent weed right now that's like ditch weed right you know we're talking they're hitting into the 30s now 30 yeah. percent which is super potent, and then you know you got you got people who are taking wax and putting it on joints, and so you know you not only you smoking the flour, you're also smoking a high concentrate oil, almost like a hash, right? Yeah, it's yeah, yeah exactly. It's we're taking it. Those those are the parameters that we got to be like. Okay, if you if you have to roll a joint and put some wax on it and smoke that all day long to even get a feeling, it's time to take a break. <laughs> yeah, and that is the one thing about cannabis. Is you will lose your tolerance, absolutely, you if can you lay off it, yeah. you can reset, so back to the question at hand. um you know, I'd like to see them have some put some more teeth into regulation and enforcement. I'm going to keep saying that, not regulation, but regulation and enforcement because if you have no enforcement, there's no point in having a regulation right' honestly a regulation with no enforcement, all it does is stop the it's like locks. I think I, this is an eight old everybody who says it, and a locks only keep the honest people honest, right. If a crook wants to get in this house, your door being locked is not going to stop them. Nope. You know, one kick to the door it's in, a a busted window, a screened porch. So regulations only keep the honest people honest, and it keeps us from, you know, keeping our lane. So the black market, the legacy market, the out-of-state market, they're not going to care unless there's some enforcement behind it.
1: How are they going to,
0: though, with their limited –
1: think about how big the market is. How, with everything else that they've got going on, how can law enforcement handle that?
0: Uh, you know, I think, again, it doesn't necessarily have to be what everybody thinks the court system. So, let me give you an example in Michigan. Same issue. Big, you know, their, their illicit market, black market, illegal market is bigger than their legal market right now. They got a shit show going on. So, they started using power companies to start shutting power off at home grows. Really? Yeah. When you get, you know, Excel Energy does you don't have the right to run a commercial business out of your, your house. Sure. Yeah. So, you know, they start using, you know, zoning, they start using electricity. They also started looking at, you know, finding out when the, the illegal stuff's hitting their, 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 their streets and just confiscating that. Not right. going through the legal system, not doing any of that, just confiscating, just straight up confiscation, embargo. And they've realized that that's a taxation on the black market. If you know you're sending four semi loads a month into a, a state, and, you know, it's all illegal. And they they confiscate one every month. That's a 25% tax on your business. Right. Guess what happens? You have to raise your price. Now your price is higher or closer to the legal market. Are you going to buy it off the street if you can just buy it in the store? Right. You're not buying moonshine from your buddy down the street because it's not worth it. You can go buy a big liter of vodka for what 12 bucks nowadays I, mean, I don't even know anymore beats that you know <laughs> so i'm you know for 20 bucks you can buy what any kind of booze yeah. you want unless it's the top stuff so, so that's how you do it you, you get creative you know the first thing is is how do you do it have a conversation and get creative instead of going well this is why we shouldn't legalize it we got all this stuff it should be a whiteboard every county every law enforcement agency should whiteboard here's what we know is going to happen by the 21 states that have come before us the black market, the home girl is, uh, you know, you, you, you know what's going to happen. Then you start coming up with ideas on how to curb it. Okay. And, you know, there's money in this bill for that. Right. So, you know, the, if you don't have that conversation, so it's never going to start.
1: Will we know by Memorial Day weekend if possession will be legal July 1st? Yeah. I mean, once it hits out of committee, we'll know. I mean, okay. And that's within a couple of weeks, you think? Yeah. Yep wow this is this has moved a lot faster than I even thought,
0: well, and you know trust me if if that pertains and we can do that i mean there's you know there's some plays for some people that you know that can right we can sell a lot of product that you know not the I'm not saying the cannabis isn't that, but you know right, we'll sell the shovels to the gold digger,
1: right, I know exactly what you're
0: saying it um, and speaking of that, we,
1: we also have to address this. There's been, over the last couple of weeks, because I, I, I sent you a, a, a couple of messages and news articles, this is why you have to pay attention to where you're buying your stuff from. Yeah. There's been CBD product that has been shipped in from, God,
0: China, I don't freaking know where, right? Yeah. But there's been mold and all these other different things. That was made in Minnesota. that's the, I, I'm not going to mention I don't want to get <laughs> sued because in today's world, everybody's sue so happy. Right. That was actually made in Minnesota. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Isn't that had that, the mold. Isn't it, that crazy? It's, yeah. And this is where I, I, I constantly, I can't, you know, I'm not saying that we're the only players in town. So if you have a, I, what I am saying is, is find a source that you can trust. Right. I hope it's us. I hope it's the CBD centers and the rec centers and and Nucana and, and Hyza Kite is our, our marijuana brand that we're kicking out. I hope that, you know, we can build your trust. And that's why we do these podcasts. If you ever been to our store, we're going to educate you on, you know, what ailment is it sleep? Is it pain? Is it, you know, you know, what are you trying to get out of this plant? Right. We're going to help you. But educate yourself because just because you have a big fancy store doesn't mean they know where if you're if you go to a store and they're selling nerd ropes and they're selling stoner patch kids and they're selling all this stuff that they shouldn't be selling. They don't care about you, the consumer. Right. All they're caring about is a dollar. And I think that's, that's your first red flag. If you go there and their, their staff are not educated, that's your second red flag.
1: You, you and I both know this, but there are a ton of shops across the state. This is what really blew my mind. I grew up in 20 miles south of the Canadian border, right? We call that Bumfucky. That is exactly where it's at. Voyagers National Park in International Falls, Minnesota, which is about 30 miles from where my house where I grew up. They, they, there is a CBD shop. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. if, and if you don't think it's big business, it is. And and here's what we know. I know that there are a lot of people in this state, businesses, that are selling stuff that isn't necessarily legal. But law enforcement can't get there. It, it's just too much to handle right now.
0: Well, and they're taking an approach that, uh, you know, they threw this down our throat. We're not going to spend resources on it. we got better things to do. So, right. If you have that mindset on one hand, then why are you arguing the cannabis thing? Because oh, there's God. better things to do at that point. I've got
1: to get the River Valley Drug Task Force. I don't, there's something wrong with our email. I keep getting kicked back, but I got to get a hold of those guys because I want them to come in here and have their fair say, right? I, I, I think it would be an interesting conversation. I would because, listen to it for sure. Because I, to me, I'm like, dude, you, you can talk to me all you want. I've been there. Right. right. I, I lived in a culture rich with that for 30 years. So I know how it is on the street end of it. Right. Right. And I'm just wondering what their take is on it. Are they just, I mean, because I'm, I mean, I'm almost sometimes when I listen to the news, which drives me nuts because you can't believe anything you hear on the news anymore. Zero. They're talking on both sides of their mouth. I'm like, what is it? What Which way? Right. Which way are we going with this? And then they'll interview one person here and then another one over here. And I'm like, I don't see any direction here at all.
0: Well, that's the problem. And then you can't, you know, they hide behind, you know, their, their, uh uh union representative and you know they take a stance as a union that's collectively a, yeah. instead of and that, that's wrong right because certain towns you know should have different opinions you know if you're in right. a, a meth capital of the world they're going to have a different opinion than right. if you're in mankato minnesota where you have uh you know just we're we're i would say we're very fortunate and we are our overall uh quality of life and living so yeah. Yeah, I I will give you their their numbers. You I can, have to get yeah. a hold of those guys because it's And it's I hope a, they come in and have a conversation, you know, it is. and just and and tell us the positives and the negatives and 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 also a plan that they they want. Right.
1: I would I would like to ask them since this is coming and we can't stop it, what, what's the the best path to take? I would like to hear it from yeah. them.
0: One, and I would I would reframe it to not even a best path. I would say You know, give us four ideas of how you think you're going to, you know, enforce this because, you know, you can't have that one path because, you know, what one law change could change your entire course. Sure. Um, So, you know, if they don't give them any teeth to do anything about it, then what's the point? So I think it's, hey, give us four or five ideas because, you know, obviously, you know, impairment's one that they always talk about. Everybody talks about impairment. Alcohol has been legal since 1933. It wasn't until the late 2000s that we got that under control with drinking and driving. Right. And, you know, let's not let's not assume that cannabis is as evil as alcohol when it comes to getting behind the wheel. I don't think anybody, you know, if you're under the influence, you shouldn't behind, be behind the wheel. There's no doubt about it. Yep. We don't know what that level is yet. Just like we didn't know with alcohol right. it was 0.10. Then it went to 0.08. And then for a while there, they wanted to drop it down even lower. If you have a CDL license, it's 0.04, I believe. I don't even know. It's lower for yeah. sure. I don't remember the exact number, but I believe it's 0.04. So that took years to do that. So let's, let's do that same. Let's take that same approach with cannabis. You know, let's come up with, you know, there are tests out there. Anybody that says there's not, it's educate yourself. There's plenty of tests that can do on-site um, testing with the, you know, the, you can how the enzyme breaks down in your mouth. Now, the question is how that holds up in law, right? You know, that's the whole thing. Like even breathalyzers have to be calibrated. And, you know, there's one thing to pull someone over and give them a, a driving under the influence. Another thing to back that up in court. Right. Here's uh, I think one of the things that they're going to face is, well, if you, again, like you said, some
1: of this stuff can stay in your system for 30 days. Yeah. You, may, you wouldn't even be under the influence. And let's say you hadn't smoked in a couple of weeks and you were in some kind of an accident. It had nothing to do with the influence of the drug itself. Right. But you,
0: but you popped positive. How, how are they going to deal with that? Well, they, so you have a concentration in your plasma. That you know when you like when they're doing studies, yeah, you know that's how they're doing it, right? They're they're taking you know they're letting you smoke or consume a product, and then they're testing your blood and looking at the concentration levels in your plasma, and they're saying okay, and you can see the the ramp up and the the level off and the ramp down, and that's how they're figuring out you know the half life and some of this stuff. So there's a way already there. Now what what happens is it the the they got to frame it around what is under the influence, what is so that's stuff that we have to. I don't have the answer. No one does right now, but we can st- certainly start collecting the data and get to an answer quickly, really quickly. I mean, hell, put AI to to use. So it'll figure right. it out. Seriously. I mean, yeah. look at look at tra- uh, crash testing now with cars. Yeah. I mean, it's there's so much technology that we can take what took. 60 years on alcohol to come up with a, a number that the public's okay with and we can do it in a year or two. Yeah. You know, but the difference is, is people say, well, how are we going to do it? How are we going to do it? No problem can be solved from the same consciousness that created it. Right. So it's Ask better questions. What level is acceptable to be under the influence? That's a question that I can say, we can have a conversation with. Sure. What are we going to do? It's not a question that we can have a conversation over. That's just you saying, see, we can't legalize it. This is evil. This is bad. We're going to have accidents. It's, you know, no, like what level is that then? Let's have right. that conversation. We know what it is in alcohol. It's point oh eight now. Right. I yeah. let's have that conversation. Yeah, I'm. I'm just curious. Just one thing that popped up recently,
1: earlier this week, they made the big, uh, the big concert announcement about the Twin Cities shows that are going to be at Target Field. There's, I think that's kind of their their answer to the loss of Twin City Summer Jam. Yep. They have the two shows at Target Field. It's Imagine Dragons and what was the other? I can't even remember. But anyways, it's a couple of big nights downtown, and I think they hit the right demo for that area specifically, right? It's going to be good. But I was thinking to myself, I'm like, is that going to be like Red Rocks when I went and saw John Fogarty a couple of years ago, when the cloud, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. that's it will be, possession will be legal at that point.
0: A hundred percent.
1: And I'm like, is that what it's going to be like? Is it going to be just this haze over, I mean, I don't know. Is that what concert venues are going to be like? Especially the, obviously the outdoor ones. Right. Um, as we head into, so I don't know what to expect.
0: I'm not going to say yes or no on that one. Yeah. Um, well, I don't think we, I don't I, think we no know. No one can, right? But yeah. here's what I do know. The beverage industry is about to explode. Yeah, and I know Minnesota it is. is leading the pack on all these states. Yeah, good job, Minnesota. Good job for passing the low, the low dosage hemp derived and be able to sell on premise and and do these things because we can normalize this quicker. And people want to go out and have a good time. You know, we got a beverage. Like I said, our beverages are getting cranked down to two milligrams. Right, because people want to go out and socially enjoy a beverage and not have the hangover. Because the next if day. they have four
1: or five, then it's just the equivalent of one or two. 10. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So,
0: you know, five to 10 milligrams at the end of the night, if you had two milligrams, you had four drinks, you're at eight milligrams, you know, wait a couple hours and you're good to go.
1: Yeah. And the more people that discover this, who, right. have, who have never tried it, alcohol is going to start to take a hit. And you'll see these again. They'll they'll evolve. These distributors will evolve. They already are. They're gonna they're gonna get on board, and they're yeah. gonna you're gonna see this. You're already seeing it in local bars. Yeah, well, and, it, that yeah. didn't take long at all.
0: No, and it's you know, and the only difference was is it would have seen faster uh, adoption if it was you know, bar owners. Just at first, they didn't know if it was legal. They didn't know if they could sell right. it. You know, then you hear you can't sell it on liquor stores. So that is one thing that will absolutely change. That is going forward. Uh, We're planning on it, and so is the state. That will be nice. You will be able to buy low-potency hemp-derived cannabis uh, at your liquor store.
1: Well, you know, and there's some, honestly, there's some fantastic products out there right now. Because they're, initially, when they started to come out with these, they didn't necessarily, they were too sweet, or they were a little bit off, or they tasted a little bit like cannabis. Right. And now they're getting this really fine-tuned including you guys with your new of products that are just,
0: it's really starting to evolve nicely. It's the science of cannabis. It's, you got, you got a lot of brain power going into these, yeah. into these products. And um, it's not the, you know, it ain't the hippie in the back corner, just mixing stuff together. Right. You know, you got drinkologists and you've got, you know, flavor houses that are working on it. You know, we've got a flavor house that we work with on, you know, we're going live resin. We're going um, terpene infused. We're, you know we're using a, a gamut of flavors to get the profile right for the consumer that's consuming that product here's a question
1: because and i know you're going to hit up you're going to hit up a, a huge market with this especially like jess's friends and all her age the mid 30s on up women yep. are asking this how long will it be before you'll be able to maybe produce like a rosé and some of these wines these summer wines and stuff in that have that same flavor profile but it's thc infused versus alcohol
0: um you know i i can tell you that we'll have some a few different products out there and there's a couple other companies working on it too so this summer i think you're going to see the that profile line explode
1: really it's going to be i think that is going to be big
0: the industry across the nation is predicting that you know beverages will be half the 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 cannabis market which is I, I believe that it's only five yeah. percent so for when someone says that they're like you know the og smoker is like you guys are crazy i mean that's, i get this all the time and and i you know i, I use wayne Gretzky all the time uh it's you know he wasn't the fastest skater on the ice he just knew where the a puck was gonna go he was always there he yeah, was always right. there so he appeared to be fast so right. if you look at the market and you see where the market's going and you you listen to enough people and you don't tell your you know you don't tell people what you think. You listen to people and then you form an opinion. You start hearing like, all right, I can see the direction it's going. Yeah. Um, And you're going to see, like I said, the the beverage world. So to answer your question about the concert thing, you know, if we can adopt the beverages and Target Field and some of these other places adopt having, you know, cannabis beverages, you're going to curb that. A hundred percent. You are, yeah, yeah, there's no question about it. So if you don't want that smoke cloud filled venue, right. Offer what that consumer wants, right, in
1: a different form. And just make it smoke free. Period. Yeah. No. No cigarettes. Nothing. You know. Right. So
0: I think they have a, they have the arm to curb that. You know, because you get pretty much right. know, frisk going into any of those kind of places. Sure. So yeah. they'll they'll it will be hard to get that stuff in. Granted, you'll get people that will. Um, yeah, it'll
1: always happen. But it's like
0: you won't need people to do that if they know that hey, I can go to Target Field, have a great time, and, and enjoy some cannabis beverages. Right. Yeah, and you know. We're working on a, a a new emulsion technology right now. That's um, if it all goes right in the studies that we've been studying and some of the uh, stuff that we've been practicing. It's it's like three minutes. Yeah, like you're that's getting crazy. hit in three minutes. You, as because as fast as you can hit a joint, you can get that same effect through
1: a beverage. That's cr- that's incredible because for a long time, especially with the gummies, which was the staple thing for right. a long time, it was. you you know, you would consume one and then about, you know, anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour later, you would start to feel a little bit of the effect and then people would get into trouble because they'd be like, I don't feel nothing. And it'd be 15 minutes in. Yeah. And that was, that was all because it was oil-based, right?
0: Correct. Oil-based and our, our bodies do not process oil well. Like we're, we're we're made up of water and you know, so it uh, can get geek out on this, but so even our gummies now are nanotechnology, water that stu- soluble. That stuff is they're way, hitting faster. Yeah, yeah. Way faster. And I'm like I said, we're goal, like we're we we're it's in RD right now. We're playing with it. It's it's showing some promising results right now. I'm telling like three to five minutes and it's like full effect. That's and, awesome. And I was just like,
1: this is crazy. Right. But that's where the industry's headed because it's that's where it's all gonna be. I can tell you statistically, this is what drives me nuts when I'm talk to some of these older constituents. I'm like the stats are there. It's, it's a fact that Gen Z, which is, you know, 25 and under, and I would say most adults 30 and under, they know this for a fact. They are consuming less and less alcohol, and cannabis use is growing at an, at an incredible pace right so this is what's happening they had their generation right the older yeah. generation had theirs now these younger younger people have theirs
0: right well so this you know, is where we're at 100 you know anybody that knows the burner cookie story you know the guy that owns the brand cookies you know he's he grew up in that lifestyle 15 i think he started smoking when he was 13 years old or something like that and like he's got a 15 year old daughter right now and they asked him that question and he goes, I'm going to do everything I can to keep my daughter from using right now because sure. she's developing. And I've learned, you know, things that that I've learned. And, then, you know, we're learning all the time. You know, right. I got a one-year-old at home and I'm learning. And it's like, you know, I'm going to do everything I can to keep him away from alcohol because I've seen the effects of oh, alcohol and personally. Yes. Uh, you know, and even on the cannabis side, you know, it's it's going to be, you know, understand why you're using it the limits, you know, and, right. you know, not touching it before you're 18, um, 21, I guess, if, if the state, but, you know, I, I, I battle that back and forth. It, what, what is it set at now for age? It's 21 though. Okay. The Senate tried to make it 25. Um, you know, the develop again, you look at some of these European state countries and stuff and you, you know, if we had a different uh, emotional, intelligent country, I think we could have a different uh, conversation. Sure. Honestly, I would yeah. say that if you can fight for our country you should be able to consume you know products that but I also know that uh, emotionally intelligent males are not <laughs> developed at that age, and we proved it. It doesn't work. So right. you know, I battle that one all the time. but you know I think that, that's you know between each family and how they want to raise their kids and you know I'm never gonna look at someone and say, hey if you got a 18 year old kid and you want to give them a glass of wine with dinner or an 18 year old kid and you guys are enjoying a cocktail or a, a hightail, out on the lake, you know, that's, that's your family. That's your business. Right. But you know, I don't think that emotionally intelligent, uh, (laughs) I, yeah, we're not there.
1: Yeah. I think, I think that if I think 21 to me would be safe, it's like, it's just keep It's an easy number, keep it with alcohol. And I think that would make everybody happy. Well, most people anyways. So it's, it'll be interesting to watch this evolve over the next couple of weeks, because I think we're going to have a pretty good idea at that point.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I you know, as soon as I find out some yeah, words we'll about a committee, we'll, we'll I'll we'll, get back in, and you know, well, it's going to change. So I can tell you this: if you read the bills on both sides, uh, House and Senate, it isn't. It's going to be similar, but it won't be what what it is. Yeah, you know, they'll they'll have to. They got to come together. They got to figure out. Okay, we got to blend these two together. They're going to give and take. The Senate, they wanted ten percent, go up to twelve percent tax. The House is pretty firm at the eight percent, which I you know. Thank God they're listening to these other states saying if you overtax it, because this is the other thing everybody talks about, you know, that's a syntax that 8% syntax. You still have the 6.875 state tax. Yes. You know, people are, you know, so, you know, Minnesota will be a $800 million a year industry. If uh,
1: to put things in lay terms for people who aren't quite comprehending this, if the the price of cannabis is higher, substantially higher in legal retail outlets, people will just buy it from their buddy who's growing it. Right. That's yep. what's gonna happen. And you wanna prevent that from happening for a lot of different reasons.
0: Yeah, and you know, and the the black market illicit market doesn't have the rules and regulations, right. the testing requirements. I mean, we're $10,000 a month in testing. That's what it costs us to test the product to make sure that I'm producing a product that's safe, that consistent for potency. That number's not going down. Right. Like it'll only go up. It so will, it will be illegal though for anybody, technically, anyways. If, if
1: you are not licensed, you are not allowed to sell any amount, are you? Correct.
0: So even but though again, it will happen.
1: It you know, will happen. But
0: what what's the what's the risk? Right. You know, what's the enforcement? Is it a thirty dollar fine? And then it's so low that the law <laughs> enforcement don't want to you know, it's a it's a mandated, uh, unfunded mandate. So they're just going, Why are we wasting our time? I mean right. I get the law enforcement side on some of this too, going, so okay, I, I there's a hundred things that they got to deal with, Yep, you know, and where, where, where do they put their, their resources? Right. And I would love, I got to get these guys in here. I, I mean, I, I do
1: not doubt that they will come in and have the conversation. I mean, right. I've, I've no, I've listened the guys we have, we are lucky in this part of the country to have the law enforcement local guys that we do. We've got you a know. fantastic, I voted for Jeff, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think they do a great job but i want to hear their take on it because i've heard from local business owners uh troy volk had a had a pretty good write-up in the free press in that editorial section uh how he thinks that it's gonna hurt his trucking business right and i
0: get that but here's my question to troy what are you doing troy you know little slam get out of the caymans and (laughs) well i know but here's you know but i'm half joking giving him a little crap right now but what are you doing to lobby to help that industry then? Because the question that you're right, if somebody is, you know, if they're, if this is the path they're going to go and they, and they want to use cannabis cause they're in pain and they're going to lose, you know, it's that or trucking and they choose that and there's less of them. It's going to affect his business. Yeah. It is going to affect trucking. Trucking's already scaling. Like it's sliding I know, down.
1: I know. And, and it is because I think, I think that more than anything, the recreational side of it is going to hurt people. Right. It's because it's going to be with the younger generation and a lot of existing. I'm talking, I think there's a ton of people under 60 and under. Oh, yeah. This is going to be their recreational drug of choice. 100% agree. And and that is what's going to hurt some of these businesses. So I think the the industry itself, like you said, needs to evolve. They can't can't stay with the status quo. There's a reason
0: why Amazon and Taylor Corp. And, you know, I can go on, list on and on of corporations that no longer drug, drug test for marijuana I, because here's the deal, <laughs> right. you're just not going to get the workforce. You will not, like, no. Especially, I mean, anybody that's owned a business and deals with people, they understand the younger generation and their philosophy on work versus, you know, us guys. That's, I remember. It's a different mindset. They just
1: won't go to work. I remember my first radio job in the mid-90s. And uh, I I was shocked that I didn't have to pass a analysis to get a job with a major corporation. And I remember the general manager telling me, he goes, "In this occupation, if we ran a piss test, I wouldn't have any employees." Yeah, you know, and that's it's that mentality, right? right. Yeah. Where it's just like you kinda, you have to kind of let people do their own thing. Well, it, and, and and then if listen if they're if it affects their performance on the job, or if they're in any way whatsoever, or they're just that's it, right? That, that, right. It's yep. up to them.
0: Well, and I think if you look at America, you know, the last hundred years, and you definitely had uh, a lot more self-pride, you had people that, you know, worked for a corporation for 40 years, you know, that isn't America anymore. No. And it's, I, you know, you don't get the workforce that says, I'm going to work so I can live. It's, I'm going to live and I'll work to support my living. Right. And that, that's a big switch. Because it is, it's, it's huge. If You know what, if I enjoy cannabis products, and you're not going to let me enjoy pet cannabis products on my own time, I'm not going to work for you. Right. Period. So I'm glad you brought this up because if you're an employer and this is part of your, you know, your employee handbook, I would seriously have a conversation with the upper management or yourself or the mirror or your wife or your husband. (laughs) I don't care, you know, depending if it's small or big on the corporation side and say, you know, are you actually drug testing people? You know, is this working? Do you think it's going to get easier to find workforce people if you do this? Has it affected, you know, because, you know, my, my dad worked down at ADM his whole life, and they got drug tested. Yeah. He got drug tested more than anybody there because they knew he would pass. Right. It was randomized, but somehow my dad got picked like three times more than the next guy. <laughs> so, you know, right. they knew. You know, right. they knew what was going on. So they just sure. picked the the token sober guy. And, right. And so, you know, it's why, why, why play that game? I know it was, it was funny because
1: uh, I'll admit early in my radio career, especially when I was going to college, we smoked weed all the time. Yep. And I had all, all the jobs that I had, whether I was working for a, a warehouse or working for the uh, groceries up there in the food workers union and all that, I had to take a urinalysis. And all we would do is go to the head shop and get one of those masking agents, agents yeah. and we'd chug that, yeah. get up the following day go and with our big glass of water and go take the test and everything was fine. Yeah, They're just exactly. going to do the same thing
0: anyways. Yeah, it's, if you want to pass it, there's plenty of... Easy. P- easy to pass it. You can you know, buy
1: the stuff online. It's even better than it was back
0: then. Oh, yeah, yeah. I had a guy that, you know, he was coming in and he's like, yeah, I get drug tests. The guy, you know, if you come into the stores, we always ask, you know, where, where's your comfortability with right. THC and psychoactive and drug tests and this and that. And, you know, as I get drug tests and i'm like well you know the product you're picking has thc in it he's like i trust me dude i'm not worried about it he goes i could i could drink all this today and pass tomorrow right Uh, And so it's out there you know and my business partner mike runs a construction company so he's got people with cdl licenses he's heavy equipment you know and so it's you know that's talked about in his companies absolutely you know cdl right now you you know that that's a concern it is huge you're not going to get around that those guys don't get to participate
1: right it's Um, uh,
0: i I,
1: that's one of the big reasons that i'm not making this up it's one of the big reasons guys have
0: started to shy away from that occupation right it's the constant here's a bigger one that i want to i want to find a solution for law enforcement can't have it can't use it but they can drink but they can drink, and, he, and 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 it's it statistically becomes, they're it, they're the highest uh, they're one of the highest uh, occupations for alcoholism.
1: Yeah, what what if if it becomes legal? Will that stay that way? No, their
0: union ain't gonna allow it. Really, that is interesting. As of right now, so I this is where I agree with this. So the it's not for me this uh, you know infield sobriety test. Or, you know, drinking it under the influence thing. It's way bigger than that. I don't like that can get figured out. That's easy. That's not hard to figure out. Cops, first thing they do when you get pulled over, what do they do? They give you that. I I haven't been pulled over. Yeah. But you know, follow my finger, ABC for DUI. Yeah. 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 I have not
1: been, if you're
0: under the influence, you know, there's those tests that still work. They have, you know, your eye movement and there's things that they can do to find out, you know, if you're, if it's, you know, your motor impaired, thank you. If your motor skills are impaired. So I call, you know, everything they use for that, I throw that out because they've been trained highly trained to watch for signs for if you're impaired right. i care more about what we just talked about is if somebody wants to partake and you know an officer of the law or a cdl the driver is off duty on the weekend and they want to have a good time and you know there's proof out there that they come back on monday and it's zero impairment but yet they're going to fail a drug test the following morning the, yeah 100 yeah. percent. yeah the shelf life and cannabis it's you know So, I care more about solving that problem, right? Or somebody getting hurt at work. You know, this I've talked to some of my buddies that work for major corporations. It's how are they going to solve that problem? If you get, you know, your hand stuck in a press and you go to the doc, you know, and you go to doc doctor, you get your, you know, blood tested and it shows cannabis in there, but you're not under the influence, right? Work comp should still cover that because what you did last month shouldn't affect you today. That right, that conversation needs to be had way more than. You know, driving under the influence because I just believe that's a bigger conversation to have because we're gonna figure out the driving impairment. It's yeah, it's there. It's figured out Canada Canada already has equipment out there. They've been the entire country of Canada has been legal for what are we going on? I don't even Three, know four years um, it's they've got tests out there, right. So the, the, you know, in
1: conclusion here, I would say this in in all of the cities that I visit and I like, I mean, Due to my time in the service, and a lot of guys can relate to this, I like the United States. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. You can you can find any climate you want here, and you can go to all these different places. But just as a couple of examples, uh, Las Vegas, Denver, cities like that that I've been to, where I have seen where this is legal, it didn't change the environment at all, and no. it's not nothing. I, they're fan, still they're growing, they're clean, they're fantastic. They do a great job. I know that somebody will come with numbers and throw all this stuff at me. I will tell you this. I go to these cities and I visit them on a regular basis and
0: I've not seen anything
1: that right. scares yeah. me.
0: Well, and here's what I'll tell you about numbers and statistics and studies. You know, I've, I've been combating this on the internet for the last couple of months because you know, they'll throw out all these studies about, you know, all the negative sides, you know, the mental health conditions and the psychosis psychosis look at their, the the N, which is the number of participants, you know? And if it's N equals 10 n equals 12 n equals 72, that's such a skewed study that it should be thrown out and have that same conversation about alcohol. Right. 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 It should blow your mind. I mean, let's, let's go to a bar and you know, some uh, bar that has a bunch of regulars and have a study done. Right. That's not a good that's not a good sampling no, rate. That's no. a terrible study. Right. You know, and that's I think that's the problem that's what you're bringing up is is, you know, make sure it's not just well, I saw this headline on CNN that said that, I you know. know, reefer madness is killing everybody. <laughs> God. You know, it's if you want to find out what's happening in wars, go talk to people who fought those wars. Yeah. You know, you want to. Ha- I had a way different opinion of what Vietnam was until I started asking some of my friends who were in Vietnam, right? What happened over there? And uh, my opinion changed. Yeah. I was completely wrong. I was in the wrong. The stuff I used to say was in the wrong. I, you know, so then I learned from that, and now, you know, if you want to find out about Afghanistan and Iraq, it's talk to some of these veterans. Go, yeah, and uh, it comes back to critical thinking. A hundred percent. Go
1: ahead and question authority, yeah. and, and what you're what you're being fed on media, which has completely. It, there is, they don't have any credibility left. Honestly, the news in this country has almost zero credibility with the American people. Well, None. And it's all it's all they every major news outlet now right. every major network has an agenda yep. you can see it when you watch it right 100%. so you can't believe anything you see or hear anymore don't get me started on the dangers of AI and that stuff right, right. but that's yep. where that's where we're at so think for yourself investigate and then draw your own conclusion
0: 100% I, that, yeah. I'll tell people that like you know at the end of the day if you're you're you don't want to use cannabis. I totally understand that. You know, I'm I, not going to judge you one bit. I get it. I don't use the, the THC side of things like it's it's your preference, but I'm not going to sit there and point one finger at you because I got three right. pointing back at me.
1: Yeah, it's it's uh, it's incredible. Oh, you know, a great example is you and I when late in my radio career before I decided that enough is enough, we couldn't even talk about CBD products.
0: We couldn't even have this yeah, real conversation.
1: It wasn't even THC at that point. Right. We were just talking about CBD
0: products. I know. A plant that grows out in the woods. That right, Yeah, zero psychoactive. Unbelievable. And I remember when we spent, I had to spend money on radio, like when we were advertising, and it was like, well, you can't say this, you can't say this, you can't say that, you can't say this. It's like, wait, so you want my money, but you're saying, and, and I felt bad for like, you know, our salespeople, because it's like, you know, Well, they, they
1: couldn't. Got they couldn't. Yeah, it was it because... Th- At a corporate level, that wasn't the message they wanted to get involved in.
0: Right. Well,
1: they didn't want to play the game. Right. Right. They were like, oh, God, could we can we say this? Can we say that? Listen, it's all just trial and error. And again, I, I encourage people to think for yourself
0: right well and i think that's why you yeah. see podcasts popping up you know why joe rogan is as big as he is because you can have real conversations yes. like this yeah and you know i think the companies. that's why it's so important for you to get the blood uh, Blue the Bloor task force in I'm here i'm getting them in i'm because got, yeah i do I you want do that. need to have a conversation with somebody that has a different opinion than me that's that's you doing what's yeah. right for your your audience and i love those guys because yeah. i know what they're dealing with and I, I i was having this conversation
1: with jess the other night i'm like you know what if you want an inside look because I think the big problem right now and, and I I could be wrong and they could correct me but I think one of the big problems right now is fentanyl right 100%. and and I, and I think that that winding up in bags of weed or on candy or in pills or whatever form because it's a cheap way to enhance the effects right yep so they're that's the big problem right now and I think that that's a huge concern for those guys and I think I, that they could probably pro- provide some insight.
0: Oh, a hundred. And yeah. I'd see that side, you know, I could give you probably the five things And I'm friends with, uh, you know, Jeff and Chad and those guys, and they're good people. And I, I'll, I already know probably the five things they're going to say, I'll let them say it yeah, to you. I do. I want to have it, this you know, conversation. And I, 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 hope, like I said, they, they're ask better questions, get better answers. And I right. think they, uh, if they start asking different questions and they, they should be afraid of fentanyl laced cannabis. Cause sure. there are, dispensaries that have gotten nailed for having fentanyl in their, their cannabis. That's
1: insane to me. Cause yeah. that, that stuff is super dangerous. A hundred percent. I mean, it is super dangerous.
0: And it, you know what those people and those, you know, the, you know, they always go back and they get, Oh, I did. We didn't know, you know, you, yeah. you don't get to use that. I don't know. Like no. you, if, if you are the shop owner, you have a moral responsibility to protect the, your consumers. Yes. I, I truly believe that. So yeah. if you're buying something, from a company and they hand you a COA and you just take it and like, oh, they, they showed me a COA. It says it's good, you know, and you know, damn well that it's not, you know, and, and yeah. you do a little research and you say, okay, this is a forged COA. This number doesn't match that number. This date is before that date. Plenty of different ways that we can show you a forged COA, which is certificate of analysis, which tells you what's actually in that product. Uh, you know, you should be held responsible as a, a, a shop owner because, yeah. You know, due to due diligence, it's, you don't get to sell anything you want. You have to sell a product that's your customers coming to you because they trust you, right? It's your job to make sure that you have a trustworthy product on the shelves,
1: right? It's, it's the, the, we're living in a changing world. And I think that's a big part of it for, for a lot, especially for a generation that for so many years and decades, they were taught something that isn't necessarily true, right? So I under, again, I'm not saying that you can't abuse cannabis. I'm telling you, it is the, the it is far less of a burden on our society than alcohol, and it, it is it is insane that we are that people approach it differently. I don't yeah. get it. I mean, that's because again, they're all forming an opinion on something they've been told without right. investigating it themselves. Right? How that's do you, what it comes down 100%, to. Hundred percent.
0: How do you know? You don't like the product, or do like the product? It's just, and, and if you don't like it, don't t- don't partake. Right, for right? sure. And I mean, we thing. still deal with people like, wow, I'm not going to touch it. I don't, I don't want cannabis, and you know, and they're in pain. It's like, well, you can take CBD, and you know, even to the point where, you know, here's a muscle salve. You know, yeah. it's a topical. It's like an icy hot, only better. You know, it has, yeah. you know, nope. It's like, well, then you just want to live in pain, right? You know, and you know, I've I've learned through my years, it's that's just not going to be my customer. I'm not going to have a conversation with someone like that. If they're that set in their stone, then that's just who they are. Yeah. And you're not going to change that person's opinion. No, you know, no. and you know what I've learned is that you just avoid them like this. And eventually what actually happens a lot of times is they start coming over and they start asking questions sure. because when they start seeing their friends live pain-free or the people that they trust live pain-free, then all of a sudden they're like, Oh, maybe my opinion does need to change.
1: It was fun. It's funny that you bring that up because it's a great example is, Last summer, for the first time, when you guys were selling the THC-infused beverages, at at those events, you saw the curious people stand back and then wait for somebody else to go up and talk to you guys and then buy a beverage. Mm -hmm. And then they felt like it was kind of okay. So they would go up there, ask questions, and then they would try it for themselves, only to find out that, oh, God, I was worried about nothing all along.
0: I had one guy that literally told his buddy he wasn't going to hang out with them at the Twin Cities Summer Jam because he didn't want to <laughs> hang out with somebody high, literally not joking. And within two hours, he was coming up buying products. <laughs> right. I know that's it. It's that That is just at a very rapid pace
1: going to increase. There's not even a question. Like you talked about, the beverage industry will wind up being half of that real quick, right? I'm I'm we're betting on it. Yeah, we just installed a
0: whole uh, beverage line. We're buying more tanks. I mean, we're getting our tank farm set up right now. So we are absolutely betting on. So the people that think that there's going to be reefer madness, smoke everywhere. It's going to smell like it's gone. It It's not. its not. Yes. We're going to have to deal with some of those issues. Sure. And you know, we need to, we need to, right. you know, if, if you're bringing your family to an event, and the guy next to you is smoking a joint, you know, you have rights that you shouldn't have to deal with right. like that. So step outside <laughs> or well, do
1: whatever. Well, right? and it makes yeah. you
0: know, we gotta put some protection around those people. Sure. That hey, dude, you don't have the right to just smoke a joint yes. next to this person. Right. Like that's that is not your right to infringe on somebody else's right. So we gotta we gotta fix that. But some of that is also fixing it by letting these venues getting these venues on board that are saying no, no, no to the drinks and that's going, Hey, let's offer this right. because we can curb that buy this, right. So if you know that you can get cannabis drinks at the your favorite concert venue, you're not going to go in and smoke, right? Like it's simple as that, and yeah. it happens that way, right?
1: The one thing I will tell people: if you go out currently, I don't know locally, I, I can say this sometimes, and I don't know what drives the price up. Probably because you're going to consume a lot less, but some people are a little bit shocked. I've had them, Jess and I've got the feedback. When they when they're in a bar, bar has huge markup on everything, right? right yep. But when they pay fifteen or twenty dollars for a can, right. a sixteen ounce can versus you know, a beer would be six or seven. But I'm like, you're only going to drink one of them.
0: Right. Or yep.
1: maybe two.
0: Well, just pick new can of products and there then you go. The, the drinks will be a lot cheaper. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, you know, we you know, we're it never leaves our control. So I can tell you what there are plenty of margins for the bar owner uh, and what we're selling to distributors and what right. distributors are selling to bar. That makes it very affordable. Sure. Uh, it should be the same price as a can of beer. Wow, Maybe that'd a little, be great. I mean, we're at that point, five to six bucks. Uh, that would see th- if if that if you could get that the norm, then that's
1: really going to blow up.
0: I mean, you can do it right now in Mankato. The squ- I think there's uh, square deals at five fifty for a new can of can. Yeah, yeah? that's fantastic. You know, and we're, we're bringing, like I said, we've got the the social can coming out, which is even lower potency because right people it's not about just getting high it's right. about socially drinking and having a good time right. and you know nobody wants to have one drink and then sit there with nothing in their hands
1: and, and and not everybody wants to get inebriated yeah if i tell people that all the time if you drink alcohol to get drunk then cannabis products aren't even for you right that's yep. not that you need to go you need to go have a conversation with your doctor that's what you need to do
0: yeah, you got some, you got mental health issues. Well, you got some issues,
1: seriously, right? So, so again, as you're looking for these new products, again, you hear, they hear Jess and I talk about the CBD centers all the time, but your actual product, a lot of the line is Nucana, which is N-U-Q-A-N-N-A.
0: Yep, Uh We're probably about three weeks out of launching our new site, so we've spent a ton of money getting that up to a par. A new and, website, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it needs, you know, and we never spend a lot of time on the website, and this is why. Sure. Um, it's, You shouldn't be selling this on the internet right now, anyways. Right, like there's some controls that have to take in place. A 15 year old high school kid shouldn't be able to do click, click, click and buy some weed, right? Or buy THC or buy you know a a product that has psychoactive components to it. Yes, and ship it to their house. I agree. You know, and that's happening right now in Minnesota. Yeah. Um, and we you know we brought that up to some local authorities and hopefully they do something about it because it's there's we have to approach this that we you know the issue I have is. We don't want to create an issue that we have to fix later. Right. Because it costs way more money. You know, it, it's funny. Uh, I, to give you an idea
1: how people are afraid to even bring this conversation up, I don't even know if anybody else locally is even having this conversation. I mean, I'm talking on a public platform like this podcast. Right. Yeah. It's like, I'm like, what are you afraid of? If you don't talk about this, you're never going to understand
0: anybody else. And you'll never educate yourself. I literally told the radio stations a year ago when, you know, the low potency hemp was legalized. I go, guys, this is a federally legal product. Right. Like, I'm telling you, it's federally legal. Like why? Why is your corporate ladder telling you no? And I said, let's have a conversation. Yeah, they won't. I, they wouldn't it's, do it. And I was so disappointed because at that point, you know, we're we're fighting the stigma. Well,
1: you and I are. You and I have a bigger audience than.
0: Yeah, they do now. Which <laughs> so, you know what? I mean, good. That's yeah, you know, I know, as Steve Jobs would say, is death is a good thing. <laughs> right. It it, <laughs> it it clears out the old and brings in the new. And you know, so I don't think anybody today would say that they want to go back to the the spin dial telephone or the flip phone. You know, those died, that technology died because of where we're at now. So, you know, I think those companies either need to get on board, which I think it's too late now. But if you can't have a conversation about an adult product that's federally legal and you know, and state legal, it makes no sense. You know, I wanted to do just like they do with alcohol. It makes no sense is, you know, imagine the like, they have, you know, you've been in radio a long yeah. time. You guys have done the, the drink, drink on the air, yes. drink on the air to, and tell people your experience and this yeah. and that. Like, why aren't we doing this with cannabis? Yeah. Like we should actually, one of your podcasts, we should do that. Is I get, could literally, yes, let, I will. I will do it. I'll bring all the product Yeah. and we can do concentrates, So they'll kick fast. Uh, we could do a chocolate. So, I mean, we could easily, um, We're so gonna, people can have, here's what I say all the time. Experiment with your experience. Yes. Yeah, I agree. This I'm, is not alcohol. This is not a a a, uh, a poison to our body. Right. So how it if how your body uptakes it and how your endocannabinoid system processes it is a little different for everybody. Sure. So you know, don't be discouraged if gummies don't work, and maybe chocolate's your favorite form, or right. maybe you don't want any of that, and you definitely don't want to smoke. Totally understand that side. The beverages is where you need to be. Yeah. Right. It's it's all coming. So we we're gonna have you out back soon because we
1: have to because i this is again uh, over the last couple of weeks i was like wow this is moving a lot faster than i think a lot of people anticipated almost it's going to catch a lot of people off guard
0: well the people that weren't were too afraid to ask questions yeah, off guard it is the it's people gonna. the people who were engaged right you know it's i'll get i'll go back to troy you know and he's a friend of mine so it's if it catches him off guard it's because he wasn't participating in the conversation leading up to the legalization you know it's coming the Democrats have been pushing it and saying it from day one when you've yeah. all well said it. So you should not be caught off guard, I guess yeah. is what I'm saying. I, I,
1: think, I think a lot of just the average people just in society in general, there's so many people that aren't paying attention to anything anymore is, Yeah, is what's going to happen is in July one will come and they'll be like, oh, my God, he has weed. And I'm like, did you know that it's not illegal anymore? Yeah, right? I, That's, I hear it's you. It's that I type understand. of thing. Yeah, it's you know, crazy.
0: Yeah. Because they're not paying attention, right? Yeah, And, and get involved. 100%. Get you involved. Know? You know, start conversations, you know, especially I wish social media could turn into more of that, you know, right. asking questions and having more of that town. What, what Elon Musk and Twitter is trying to do is, is have, start conversations and debates instead right. of just everybody has an opinion. It's like a digital town hall, hall, yeah.
1: town hall. Yeah, it is. Yep. I, it, yep. it, it, it has its purpose. Well,
0: did you see the bill, the, his interview with uh Bill, um, how do you say Bill? Uh, it's HBO. Oh, Mar. Mar Bill yeah. Mar, yeah. It was awesome. I it, haven't seen it yet, and I have HBO Max. I'll have to watch It's it. good. At the end, he was like, I can't wait to get high with you, Elon. <laughs> Bill Mar said that. <laughs> right, right. But, you know, he, he asked real good questions. Sure. And, you know, and it's I think well, that's.
1: But Bill has been, uh, he's been a cannabis user for years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, well, Joe Rogan. Yeah. As well. Yeah. yeah right. and I don't think. Yeah. There's a lot of these guys that don't drink. That use cannabis. There's a ton of them. I know in the entertainment industry. I, I I talk about that all the time. In my 30 years, I watched the guys who didn't drink, who were just cannabis guys, right? Super creative, came to work. They were always on time. They they were just great model employees. It was the guys that drank too much that burned out. Right. I mean that was weird. And and I you I I can from experience tell people that and they still are like no i'm like Wait, stop buying into this
0: if you consume cannabis or cannabis or you don't consume cannabis and you consume alcohol just try one weekend where you drink and wake up on monday and write down on a piece of paper how you feel and then the next weekend just try cannabis beverages and then wake up on monday and, tell- and write down what you feel you
1: won't, you'll, you'll feel great the following morning each day You're right it's just yeah just,
0: you know no one's judging you anymore. No. or And if you are, maybe it's time to question those friends. <laughs> right. But, you know, do it secretly. If you, you care about other people's opinions, I don't care. But honestly, do, do yourself a favor and say, you know what? I can tell you this. You're not going to go to the store and buy some cannabis products and get addicted. No, it's and, not. And crave meth and fentanyl and all the heroin. You're not. Yeah. It's not like you are going to... Be absolutely shocked if that's your belief system. So, experiment with your experience. Realize that there are other things out there to enjoy the social lubricant, the relaxation that alcohol or anything might give you. Like, there are other forms than a poison. And you know what? If you don't have a problem with alcohol, then keep doing what you do. I sell alcohol for a living. Like, I'm not you know, I want to make sure people understand I don't judge people who drink. Like I'll be nope. around people in the bar
1: all the time. I tell people this, there are people who have a responsible relationship with alcohol. My
0: brother's one of them. He's, yeah. my grandpa and my mom. They could have yeah. a couple of beers a night no big deal. And it yeah. was, it's no, you know, for me, it was zero to hero. There's most people. I mean, I, I know a lot of guys that
1: will drink maybe a beer or two on the weekends. Yeah. That's it. Or I mean, a social
0: event, maybe yeah. once a month or seriously, you know, yeah. The people that actually can go to the doctor and say, yeah, I've probably only had 12 cocktails <laughs> I, this year. I just had my annual physical on uh,
1: last week. And it was funny because I filled that out. And I was like, he was like, you don't drink anymore. I was like, nope, I'm done. Stopped, you know, over a year and a half ago. And he was, he was pretty impressed with that. By the way, to give you an idea of what alcohol does, I, my entire adult life from my late 20s was on blood pressure medication. I don't have that anymore. And he, t- I actually, the nurse said, most likely that can be attributed, obviously working out and do your exercise program is fantastic. And that's doing a lot of good things for you, but it was the getting, it was stopping drinking alcohol. That probably was the greatest contributor to your health, your blood pressure dropping. And I was like, wow, that's incredible. So I don't even, I don't, for the first time since my late twenties, 30 years, right. oh, but 25 years, no, no medication. That's awesome. That's crazy, right? right. And yeah. that is again another example of what that does. To, and there's a lot of guys that just rather take the blood pressure medication.
0: Isn't that crazy? If you have to take pharmaceutical drugs <laughs> every day of your life because you drink because of something, yeah, your, you know right. your choices. You know, and it's 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 sad that we're at that point in America. But I guess you know that's where we're at. And right. I mean, our choices are. I think all of us are. You know, our dirty sins, right? We all eat. You know, sure. Yeah. things unhealthy things yeah, I, know. I, yeah. I just read a study the other day of <laughs> mcdonald's it's like everybody was like oh mcdonald's is bad for you don't eat it and then underneath it said 280 billion dollars of revenue in sales yeah you know it's so true but,
1: but there's guys honestly who eat r- fast food including mcdonald's on a regular basis they are do. just fine that's
0: my yeah you know
1: there's there's nothing. i mean they've provided quality food to americans at a very affordable price for decades yeah but that's just leave it at that so i mean i don't have any problem with that either you don't i mean everybody everybody i don't care what they say at some point everybody swings through one of those drive throughs at a fast food restaurant
0: oh 100 i i love mcdonald's they do a great job and remember how i always said mcdonald's would be the first humanless uh yeah that's coming isn't it it's here is it really McDonald's has opened their first fully automated restaurant with no employees. Where is that at? Uh, let me see where this, I, I, I saw that in. some of that was coming. It was on, uh, God, this, I did a screenshot, so I, I don't have the actual, okay, where it is. I, it's in the United States. I I wanted to say it was Oklahoma, but don't quote me on that. But I've been saying that. So as soon as yeah. I saw this, I snapped it and sent it to all my managers. And I said, sure. guys, I've been saying this for five years. You just looked at who McDonald's was and, their, 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 their mindset, right? Sure. You know, yeah. you go, you don't go there and take an order anymore. You punch it in yourself or even better yet. Yeah. They got an amazing app. They do, they do. a great really job. Good app. Uh, so you knew this was common. And sure. this is what I would say to people. And I brought this up for a reason. If you don't start conversations and you don't start seeing where the future's at, you're going to get left behind. Yep. If the politicians start pushing down $25 minimum wages or like in Minneapolis when they're 18 or 15, I think it is, you're going to have companies respond like this. You, yeah. g- you need to start having conversations with the people in your community. So if you're going to impose, you know, some of these laws that are going to affect businesses, and you're not having conversations with people who are employing people, you're doing a disservice to right. everybody. You want
1: to know another example before we go here? I know we'll wrap up. We're getting a little windy today, but it's oh, it is as soon as the pandemic was kind of over. I would say a year and a half ago. And initially, all of these people were saying, well, everybody's going back. And I was like, no, they're not. Because it goes back to this younger generation, right? And, yep. you know, I'm thinking the mindset of people, th- adults, 30 and under, predominantly. Yep. And I'm like, no, they're not. They're never, ever going back. And you're seeing it now because now they're finally the same guys that were arguing with me. A year and a half ago, are now like, well, we got to figure out a business model that works. So we got this hybrid. We need less uh, commercial space, and all of these other different. I'm like, yeah, that's exactly it. That's a that's an example of evolving away from the way that Grandpa thought.
0: Yeah. Well, I'll right? give you an example of our 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 business over there. Is we have a we have a boardroom that I share with three, four other of my top management people, and that's our office. Yeah. And you know why I do that? Because collectively it works for us and you can be very creative and yeah, you get interrupted and every once in a while we have to like, you know, find a different space to get focused, but collectively. So I could see businesses saying, Hey, let's just rent space, you know, a big, Five hundred square foot conference room and wall we'll office out of there two three days a week because you need that collective. I totally think yep. that you need to be face to face. That's where it's at. Right. That that yeah. blend is way better than saying I'm going to go die in a cubicle the rest of my life.
1: <laughs> it's just they're not going to do it. I, I tell them this regardless of what you think. They're not going to do it. No. They will not work for you, and you won't be getting the best employees because there's some super creative young people out there. This is how they think. Right. Right. Yep. The same ones that are not going to drink alcohol. I've talked to them i've had them in here yep right a lot of these gen z and they're like they like to smoke marijuana versus drink alcohol correct that's that's a growing movement you can't stop it just like the remote work
0: 100 and it, you know and the other side of it it's the school system like it you is, know you're never going to see my kids in a public school it's just not going to happen i'm not going to subscribe to that model it's broken we need to fix it and a, you know now we're getting into a whole nother that's subject a t- that's that, a
1: tough conversation and i know a lot of and the thing about it is i've always said this i every school teacher that i've run into has been like the best people i i mean i've Stumbled across in my years in broadcast. I cannot say enough about the school teachers. The problem is they're not getting the support that they need. Hundred percent. That's right. the problem, and right? it starts
0: not only at the uh, their direct supervisors and you know the the board. It it starts with the parents at home. It's yeah, and, and, and know, then that's it, where it really starts. Like parents need to be parents. Yeah, and not, and we don't want our
1: public education system to turn into a, a daycare system. That's right. What we don't want, and I, you know what. Again, that's a tough conversation to have. I don't want to get into it because yeah. I, know, I know a lot of the guys on that board and they're trying to fix it, and uh, but they're trying to find a different path. But uh, right now, my daughter is in a, pub, a private school, yep. you know, and I, that's the path that I've chosen because I thought, I'm not going to gamble with her education while people try to figure things out. 100% agree. That's, that's where I'm at. Yep. So you know what? Uh, best wishes, and I hope they do figure it out. And uh, if they do, maybe people will start to – reconsider but right now there's a reason that private education enrollment is way up way up yeah way the up. academies
0: and you know oh my God. Monasteries and stuff yes, like that are just it a, well it's you know if you go back again ask better questions and look at yep. who funded these school systems and you know they you know the rock way back in rockefeller days and why they did, and back. why they did it
1: and i go also in current times you need to look no further than your board yeah, your school board, your district. Just find out who they are, and remember the next time you vote, because a lot of people don't pay attention to those positions. No. Right? They're just like whatever, and they'll get a few hundred votes here. It doesn't matter. So it, you have to actually investigate and, and be aware of what you're doing. Yeah, it, you know, and I, it's important to vote. It really is, and I don't. I think a lot of people are figuring that out now.
0: If you don't participate in the conversation leading up, you're going to deal with the consequences of those choices, oh so God, and that's yeah. where I've been participating heavily in in this rules and regulations and enforcement because I don't want to sit there in a year go, wait a minute here, what happened to this industry that's going to thrive? Yeah. It's not, it's a shit show. Right. You know, and then you just point the fingers. At least yep. now I can say, you know what? They might not have listened to me, they might not have done this, but I ha- I did everything I could. Right. And, you know, I got, you know, and you can help feedback with the law enforcement saying, hey, here's what we're seeing. And yeah. law enforcement can feedback back to the people who are doing it right saying, hey, this is what we're seeing. Yeah, well, I agree. So. All right. We got to have you back
1: here when, because I have a feeling the next couple of weeks is going to be pretty revealing.
0: I think when we get it passed, I think what we need to do is we need to do the on air well, cannabis. We're going to do that on a yeah. weekend evening. Yeah. Right. Because I don't do want to go
1: to bed all day. I have things
0: to do, but. <laughs> I got honestly, it. I got. I got.
1: We could solve that problem.
0: Yeah. So, right, no, you don't right. have to go to bed.
1: <laughs> but honestly, I would love to do that. I think it'd be fantastic. It'd be fun. It I really think people
0: would, would really enjoy to like the can of curious, right? Yeah. I tell people that all the time, and you know to realize that like, oh, this isn't what I think it is. Right.
1: I, there's a lot of people that just don't know. Right. So investigate for yourself. All right, Matt Little from the CBD Centers here in Southern Minnesota. Again, we'll continue this conversation. And uh, hopefully we'll have some more breaking news here within a couple of weeks. And remember, the product that you're looking for that you know is safe is from the CBD centers. We have a link on our website. Go to georgeandjess.com and look for NUQANNA, right? N-U-Q-A-N-N-A. All right. You got the triple fives on there, the angel numbers. Oh, yeah. that's all. That's that's all. <laughs> you got to have it. By design. All right, man. Thanks for stopping by. I enjoyed it.